Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Tuesday, January 23, 2024, and I have an excellent show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest, and everything presented here is for informational purposes only. I am sharing with you today a story along the lines that has unfortunately been a theme since we started our podcast, and that is the states and the state you know, we want to talk big, uh, are taking programs and monies from the disabled, from the special needs. This one seems very abrupt and quite rough. Now, this comes from WLFI.com and, uh, This is regarding, and it just says staff reporters. It doesn't give me the actual person who who wrote the article. Um, But the title, which I just put up on encouragingangels.org at EA blog, Families Protest, End of Attendant Care Program. Now, apparently, this is a program of which has been, you know, made popular over the last 10 years, where if a family has a special needs child or person they're taking care of, they can get paid to do it at home. Because the rationale is this. If you if you have never had, you know, uh, a special needs person, a special needs child, it's harder for you to understand. But let me tell you this as someone who did and someone who did not get paid anything to take care of my kid. um, These programs allow people to get paid because, see, if you have a disabled kid, what's the rationale? If, if, If I put back in the day, when we started EA in 2005, and in earnest in really 2006, uh... I commonly, I say commonly, I, I very um, often used an article from the Wall Street Journal by Claire Ansbury, super writer for them, about, you know, people taking care of their special needs kids, and especially when they became adults, and, you know, they're getting, the parents are getting older, and they just can't do it anymore and work a job i mean and people you know being forced to i don't know buy a trailer and put their kid in the trailer on their property while they work all day and i mean really really bad stuff so that article outlined uh how much money an institution gets and on average back then this is now almost 20 years almost 20 years ago uh, 
that the average institution got approximately $125,000 to take care of that individual. Now, I mean, if you were an individual and you just got, say, $40,000, i am just pulling a number out of the air, you can usually take care of your kid and pay your bills. You know, as opposed to, I mean, they pay the institution $125,000, it just seems ridiculous. And this way you pay, you know, you, you save two thirds of the money and keep the family together. So that's really the rationale behind these types of programs. So here's this story I find today. Families protest end of attendant care program. And this is out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Again, WLFI. I'm going to share this with you. Parents of children with extreme special needs gathered at the Indiana State House on Monday. They were protesting. Hold on, you guys got to make this a little bigger for my, my eyes. They were protesting the ending of the attendant care program by the Family and Social Services Administration. Protesters gathered at noon in the South Atrium to voice their frustration with the decision made last Wednesday. This change means parents who stay at home to provide care for their children with severe disabilities do not receive the funds they need. For some families, the end of the program could mean leaving the state. Quote, families will, be, will probably be forced to move to a different state. Many families can't get a job. There's no facilities to put our kid in. There's no daycares that will take our kids. A lot of people are going to be forced into Section 8 housing or food stamps. They're going to have to apply for that supplemental security income, said organizer and protesting parent Tendra Duff. News 18 has reached out to Representative Sheila Klinker for a comment, and she said she was pleased to see the protest today and that the state legislature must find a way to remedy the Medicaid shortfall instead of letting it negatively impact disabled families. Several families also allege that employees at the state house were trying to stop today's protest by not allowing them to use the wheelchair accessible entrance, causing several parents to carry their children in wheelchairs up the steps. I've done that. Families also allege that state house employees were taking their posters for, quote, being too big. Several people tore their posters in half to avoid having them taken. Now, here's, you know, a couple of different assaults on these families. First of all, of course, is the monetary assault. And no matter what uh, Herr Klinker uh, has said, is that, um, is that they're taking the money. And uh, no matter how happy it makes her to see the people, uh, will Klinker fight for these people. These people would have to make most likely a much bigger stink. I mean, you know, folks, it, it seems, you know, if you want to say, oh, 
people who, who don't work shouldn't get paid. These people are working 24-7. Doing a, uh, you know, it's a really, it's a job most people don't want to do. And let me tell you, you know, inside of the disability industry, if you will, at the institutions, they can never find enough people to work. So you think, oh, I'm going to take my kid, you know, if you have somebody. I'm going to take my kid and... And, and we'll put them in the institution. That's where they'll get the best care. No. <laughs> Mom and dad give the best care. In my humble opinion. Believe me, mom and dad give the best care. I don't want to really try to impugn the folks who are doing that work in the institutions. Because there most certainly are some great ones. But folks, trusting your kids to other people is not a good way to go through life, if you can help it. And from a social standpoint, again, 20 years ago, the number was 125000 to take care of one of these kids. What is it now with inflation? I mean, it just, uh, you know, modest inflation, it would have probably doubled or come close to doubling. Folks, it's just really disheartening to see that this is where society is and on top of that uh that employees at the state house in indiana were trying to stop today's protest by not allowing them to use the wheelchair accessible entrance people fought for decades to get things like wheelchair ramps and like doors that open with, you hit a button with your hand hand or your elbow or your foot, whatever. And these very people who work in the, the state houses that serve the people deny the people. They deny disabled people. Man, F these people. F these people. So I say all of this to come to this conclusion for you, my friends. And that is, as I have said many times since starting this podcast, uh, almost a year and a half ago, not quite, maybe 16 months ago, is that the families of the disabled, the families of the special needs, are going to, and I'd say even if you're, you're, if you're taking care of somebody uh, elderly, you have got to figure a way to get together with other people to share your burdens, share each other's, other's burdens, bear each other's burdens, as the scripture says. Maybe I'll take a quick moment. And, uh, and that's not exactly or the only thing that it means when... Uh, we talk about bearing each other's burdens. Uh, but that would be, I think, the smartest thing to do is if you can get together with some people, another family. And we're, you know, 
you can hopefully, you know, trade some labor and or if you if you do get paid, you know, you'd have to apply for SSI or something uh, for the kid. I mean, um, you know, I'm not an expert in that area. Again, we did not get paid to do eight and a half years of ICU level care. We had to find our way ourselves in our own home for our own daughter. So I'm not an expert in that by any means. Um, but to get together with other people in an area, preferably outside of a major city, i.e. the country, because of what's coming, you know, you won't be able to make it. You'll be trapped in a city and you've got to ha have access to water and food and shelter and to being where other people aren't. Again, in my humble opinion, this is what I would do for me. I'm not giving anybody particular advice. Uh, but you can see that the state, the world and the state, uh, I did a, a, uh, a podcast not all that long ago. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Britain dumps disability minister. See, they don't even have a minister of disability to kind of captain their whole, um, you know, mission, which apparently they're abandoning the mission uh, of taking care of the disabled and the special needs folks. The love of many is going to grow cold, and the love of many is growing cold yes i mean i did a story in early december about disabled kids being handcuffed and sent to the er for misbehavior i mean seriously what is this world coming to because those people are not trained those teachers aren't trained to handle disabled kids with behaviors and unfortunately you know this is the world you know the 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 panoply of the landscape that you have to deal with if you're caring for a disabled person a special needs person in my humble opinion is that the the, the rest of the world does not want to not only do they not get it they don't want to get it they don't want to understand and so you've, you've got to create an environment, a world of your own. And that's, it's hard. It's not easy. Uh, while still fighting for things that really you deserve as a taxpayer. So uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. And it's difficult for a lot of the world to understand, again, for people who are, you know, taking care of disabled folks, getting paid by the state. Believe me, it saves the state money. And it increases the, the care of, of the, if it's done right, uh, of the individual. Nobody takes care of their kids like mom or dad or mom and dad. But look, look how these people were treated in Indiana. That's criminal. You know, they're taking away their livelihoods. And it's like the state doesn't, does not want to see. I think that's why they blocked the entrances, the 
they blocked the handicap entrances because they really didn't want to see the level of affect that these parents have to deal with. Because when you see someone who is profoundly, uh, you know, hypertonic, you know, their hands are turned the wrong way. You know, you, the normal hand and the normal wrist, you know, um, moves inward. It doesn't move outward. Folks who are completely hypertonic, that means their muscles are, you know, hyper tight. You'll see hands that are bent all the way back to the elbow on the outside. It's You almost can't believe that it could happen, but it does happen. And their heads turn all the way one way. And their, their spines twist because they have stenosis. And you could go on and on and on. And that kind of thing is not what the representatives of the people want to see. They want to see well and well healed people coming through those doors. They're rats. And, and as a disabled family, people fighting for what they need, unfortunately, you have to deal, deal with the rats, you know, and or, you know, you're going to have to create your own world kind of away from the rats. So you have to, you really have to do both because you have, you need things that other people don't need. You have, have to have access to services and doctors and so forth that other people just don't have the same level of need for. So you have to fight for it. And I'm telling you, though, with what's coming, I mean, we're looking at, a, in my humble opinion, world war, famine. If you listen to Michael Yawn, that food is being weaponized. Uh, invasion. I mean... And this is why I'm saying, you know, really, it's good, good advice for everybody to not be in a darn big city, to be out of the city. And again, if you're taking care of other people, even if you're not, it's a good idea to be somewhere where, you know, you have a crew. <laughs> that is a good idea. Uh But away, away, away from the, the major city. Hey, if you got a car, you can always come in. You know, you can always come into the city. You don't have to live there. You can live out in the country where it's just better, in my humble opinion. But you, you have to strive for a level of independence. And that, doing the job that you're doing, Taking care of disabled and special needs folks is really, really hard. And that's why if you can get together with a couple other folks, you know, hopefully family, right? Um, you know, I, I, I can't uh, give you all the answers because I don't have all the answers. But I am bringing you this news so that you can see these trends. And they are not getting better. They are not getting better. I, you know, I mentioned three of the stories I recently did, you know, on this. The love of many will wax cold. Look at how they treated these people. Because they don't want to see the level of affect of what, of what the money really should be spent for as opposed to the, the grift of the politicians. 
That's what they can't take. Because they have no backbone themselves. Folks, please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. Go to www.encouragingangels.org. You can give with your card by clicking on the Cornerstone link. You can um, send something directly, whether it's check, cash. Be careful how you send it. Uh, we don't really get cash, but, you know, uh, mention it. Um, precious metals, uh, money order, whatever, uh, to our P.O. box. Um Please consider, uh, if you like what we're doing, you know, yesterday I wrote an article and it was a financial article. Uh, let me go back here. Yeah. I wrote protect your assets and savings now before the unfolding wall street mortgage downfall has you starring in your own real life financial horror movie. Uh, We are facing, I mean, the worst of the worst. It's the, we are facing, really, a financial crisis, in my humble opinion, that's coming straight at us. Facing war. Facing another pandemic. Right? Disease X is on the way. If you listen to the WEF, Klaus Schwab. Um, I mean, this is all against the average person, all of it. Um, but you know, we, we write these things. Now I was, I was a board certified financial planner in a, uh, you know, an investment broker when I was with major firms, with a major firm, especially when my daughter you know, got sick. So that's why I write these things. But these things have major impacts on the lives of everyone. They're going to wipe, it's going to wipe people out. This thing I wrote about yesterday, uh, BlackRock, the the biggest investment manager in, in the country, perhaps in the world, 10 trillion under management. Um, maybe not if you consider the EFS, but ESF, but, uh, the Exchange Stabilization Fund, that's a whole other animal hidden from the public. Uh, if you appreciate the work we're doing, the, the, the music, the message, right now is especially the message, uh, you know, and our testimony, please support Encouraging Angels. Encouraging Angels is a tax-exempt Nonprofit 501c3 organization, you know, please consult a tax attorney as to uh, the applicability of any gift that you make and its uh, effect on you. Um, and we aim to glorify Jesus Christ. If that's important to you, um, please consider, okay? www.encouragingangels.org. I always mention with everything going on, I mean, again, this story from Indiana is terrible. And it, if they'll do that to those families, do you? they have a, a nasty plan for you, in my humble opinion. They sure aren't going to help you when 
hardship and calamity comes. You know, we're we're on the precipice of a world war. It actually has started, depending upon who you talk to. But that's why you need a resource like Jack Lawson's uh, Civil Defense Manual. Go to civildefensemanual.com and check it out. 950 pages, two-volume set, everything you need to know about food, you know, in, in a civil defense situation, about food, water, neighborhood protection team, team communications, night fighting, uh, uh, area study, that's intelligence, and more, 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 more. If the grid goes down, I mean, everybody was worried about that last week and that huge cold snap, especially in Texas. Uh, But we're going to see more and more stress and potential attacks on the grid. You're going to need a resource, civildefensemanual.com. It's $100 for that 950-page two-volume set. In my humble opinion, it's worth it. Folks, please consider, again you know, supporting us, please share this podcast. Click on the share button. Um, Our voice, uh, they are trying to drown us out, drown me out. Uh, The stories that I do and post and write about and speak about are in the face of the mainstream media, antithetical to the message that you hear on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, etc. Uh, whether it's this story I did uh, yesterday, the BlackRock story, um, the Ebola vaccine that they just uh, shot up a bunch of healthcare workers around the Denver area. I mean, man, this is, <laughs> you know. That Pfizer, the FDA, and Dr. Walensky knew that fetuses and babies died. That the, the, that the miscarriage rate of women who were given the, the, the jab was 80%. Good God. People, you know, this is why I'm being, you know, censored. I mean, I can tell you our numbers, you know, have, it's like unbelievable. And yet yesterday we had, I mean, I think as of this morning, less than 24 hours from the time that I wrote the article and posted it yesterday, fortunately, because it was up on a major site, uh, we've had, we had over 8,000 views of that article in the last 24 hours. But this podcast, you know, really needs your help, really needs your help to get the word out about these things. I mean, look at these, you know, the stories I post and our podcast. Nine studies report HIV tests are turning positive after COVID-19 vaccination and infection. Now, it doesn't mean that you have HIV, um, but folks, it's, you know, <laughs> so all of their science is some sketchy shizzle, if you know what I'm saying. Um, there's just so much, 
Florida Surgeon General warns the COVID-19 vaccine is an antichrist product and confirms it changes DNA and humanity forever. This is the Surgeon General of Florida. And yet, the mainstream media refuses to cover these things. And yet, I know this is why we're being attacked, because we are covering it. We are putting it in your ears. So please, share this podcast. Stand with us. Click the share button. And share with your family, your friends. Please. Our website is encouragingangels.org. Please support the Encouraging Angels podcast. This is Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.